0: Rancho Radio 92.9 We are brought to you this morning by Pete Quail Realty and Pam Harris here in Rio Rancho. It is time to find out what is going on in the city of Vision with our mayor, Greg Hall. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning,
1: Derek, and uh, good to be back. I want to say thank you to all the listeners out there for being patient. Well,
0: Carrie and I took a little time off and took a little trip. Yeah, so everybody needs a vacation, and fortunately, the city is still here when you got back.
1: It was. <laughs> we yeah. rolled up on it, and there it was. I was happy to see that, and everything was real good. You know, July is kind of one of those months where after the 4th of July, there's not a lot that goes on in the city of Rio Rancho, so it's kind of a good time to slip away. It's that vacation time where everybody's on vacation. So you, you do what you do. And so you slip out where you can and take the opportunities when you have them.
0: Do you really get a vacation or do you get calls from City Hall when you're on? Uh,
1: I do. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I do get some phone calls and I do still respond to citizens and I check the emails. So I'm not really gone on vacation. I've still got kind of a finger on the pulse of things, keeping an eye on stuff. Right. And uh, it's funny because somebody will call me and they'll answer the phone and they'll start talking and... Then I'll say, well, I'm traveling right now, so when I get back, oh, you're, oh, you're, oh, oh," you know. So they're very apologetic because they didn't realize I was on vacation because I don't publicize that. And so we slip away, get a little bit of alone time as much as we can with Carrie and myself. But we had a great little trip. We went up into Northern California, drove around the Redwood Forest then got to drive south to where we picked up the Pacific Coast Highway and drove that south all the way to Pismo Beach, and then from there came home. So it was a pretty fantastic drive, and I had never driven the whole length of the PCH before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was something that I always I'd read about somewhere as a kid or seen a, a video or some sort of documentary or something like that. I'd seen something about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd always wanted to do it, even as young as being a teenager, that uh, it'd be really cool to drive the PCH in a convertible and just Mm -hmm. enjoy those beautiful mountain cliffs as you're going along the edge of the ocean, the Pacific Ocean out there. So just gorgeous. It was beautiful. And the day we drove south, the two days we drove south, the weather was gorgeous and the sky was just pure blue. So We drove it and you know and of course the ultimate drive on it for some people is to do it in a motorcycle and for me it was in a convertible so we did it in a convertible so it was a lot of fun and it was very relaxing and we spent 80% of our time in the car (laughs) and if you know my wife's car is a Miata so it was a tiny little car to drive well it was a total round trip from the time we pulled away to time we got home was right at 3400 miles so we put a few miles in the little car.
0: So that's when you can scratch off your bucket list now.
1: It was. Well, it's actually two because the Redwood Forest was something we had never seen wanted to do. And then the PCH was something that I don't think was on Carrie's bucket list, but it was on mine because... Really, she was on the passenger side, so she was a little nervous with the 500-foot cliffs and no guardrails. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, she, and and so you were driving.
1: Yes, I yes. was driving. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, no, it was a fun drive, and you know, there's a lot of famous scenery that you see there. That, a lot of car commercials that film on that highway strip because it's so scenic and yeah. it's just gorgeous.
0: I grew up in California, in Southern California, never driven the part you were on. Of course, I drove the part in Southern California, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we went way up into Northern California along the coast there, a little little town called Trinidad, mm-hmm. and then uh, spent some time up in that area just checking out the forest and hiking a few of the trails and then uh, drove south and PCH really kind of starts there in a little town called Leggett. And then you follow that on down. So it was a cool drive. It really was, and uh, we enjoyed ourselves. So, but it is always good to be home. When we rolled in, pulled the bags out of the car, and uh, there's nothing like jumping in to your own bed where you know you can just uh, sleep and relax.
0: Yes. Oh yes. Well, now that you're back, things have been happening here in Rio Rancho that we have to talk about. It. Yes. It's been two weeks since we've had a chance to.
1: I know there has been. Yes. It never slows down. It, no, it never slows down. It doesn't stop just because you're gone. It's correct.
0: Yeah. And it shouldn't.
1: And it doesn't. No. Exactly. As soon as I got back, we went right into a governing body meeting, which in that governing body meeting, the final version of the budget that gets submitted to the state that got approved. So we jumped right into that. A few other things went on as far as moving forward with some various different zoning stuff and so when i got back there's only one governing body meeting in july and it's the at the end of july because everybody's taking their vacations right. it's early july and so the agenda was like 28 or 30 items long so it was a real long agenda but we moved through it and got everything done and so uh, the budget was the big one that was in there that we needed to get that done now next week we're going to probably talk a little bit about this we've got some work sessions coming up we'll talk more about it but as you know derek the state passed some cannabis legislation Mm -hmm. that went into effect on july 1 and one of the things that municipalities have to address and you've probably saw this down in albuquerque that the municipalities have to address the zoning issues that are associated with this industry so, through so like
0: the, having a dispensary next to, say, a school.
1: Correct. So we have to come in and establish what our zoning rules are going to be to try to make this as least impactful on the city of Rio Rancho as possible. So there's some stuff that we're going to have to do. So we'll be talking a lot about that through the month of August. Because if we don't do anything, then it just allows it to be unrestricted other than what the state law says. And that's kind of what Albuquerque adopted. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at some stuff that's a little more restrictive. So we've got some work sessions coming up and we're going to kind of uh, reach out to various different individuals to find out what we can do to make sure that, once again, that there's a balance to this. It's coming, it's been approved, it is the law of the land now. And the city of Rio Rancho won't have the ability to just block it or shut it out or anything like that. So we're going to have to look at zoning as to how we want to see it or how it's going to arrive in the community. There's a lot of discussions to be had around that. And so we're going to be looking at our own zoning regulations as far as cannabis is concerned. The big thing we don't want to do, Derek, is we don't want to see what's known as a green mile pop up inside the city where you've got a mile of just back-to-back cannabis dispensaries, right? So we've got to look at how this is going to come into the city. So that being said, a lot of discussion that's going to happen going into August. In the first governing body meeting in August, there will be the first reading of the ordinance will happen on the first governing body meeting in August. And the second reading will happen in the second governing body meeting. And then that zoning ordinance will be adopted by the city of Rancho at that point. So we've got that going on. And then uh, in August, we also have the suggestions from the Charter Review Committee that are going to come forward. And these are the questions that we're going to send on to the voters as if the voters want to change certain things about our charter. So there's a few questions on there. Some of them are more or less administrative. And then some of them, as you and I have discussed a little bit, will change uh, the scope of certain positions. One of the questions that will come forward, Derek, is should the municipal judge of Rio Rancho have a law degree and be in good standing with the bar of the state of New Mexico. So that question is going to go to the voters most likely if the governing body approves sending that to the voters. If the governing body doesn't approve sending it to the voters, then it essentially kind of dies. So... This is where we're going to go through the charter review questions and determine what gets sent out. So July is a pretty lazy month uh, as far as municipal stuff goes. August kicks into high gear. So uh, this is why Carrie and I wanted to get away a little bit before all the all the big stuff started kicking in, right? Well,
0: and you also promised us a show on water. So I we did. You know that I won't and- hit you up this time because you just got back.
1: Right. Right. So <laughs> I wanted to get everybody caught up on what we had. You know what is going on, and then we're going to do that whole series and segment on water and what's going on in Rio rancho and you and i'll go into in depth on why we have the rates we have and where our water comes from and what we're doing to preserve the long-term future of our water we'll look forward to that but for now let's talk about donuts donut we had this past week if you didn't see me on the news (laughs) <laughs> uh you made the is, news i did i made the news wow. because part of the ribbon cutting is that they had me serving donuts from the drive-through window oh. so i worked the drive-through window so they gave me a hat and they gave me an apron Gee,
0: take you back to your days I, at McDonald's.
1: that's exactly what i said i said wow this feels vaguely familiar I, when i was in high school i was doing drive-through service and and i got to try that again and of course they're like okay give this person this and give them this and so on and so forth. And of course, while I was getting people their orders, they had a whole stack of free dozens of donuts that they were like, okay, when you give them their order and they pay for their order, you're also going to give them this free dozen of donuts. Oh, man. So if you went to the drive-thru while I was serving, you got a bonus. Well, I so... wish I'd have known
0: when that was. <laughs> I'd have done that.
1: So yeah, there was a bonus with, with me working the drive-thru there. But um, no, that was great. Dunkin' Donuts This is a well, they've been open for a little while. This Mm -hmm. is not news. They did do their official ribbon cutting. And so Action 7 News was out there filming me working the drive-through. And so that was on the news this past week. So that was fun. And everybody that drove through, I said, hey, I'm the mayor. Thanks for coming to the new Dunkin' (laughs) Donuts. And as a special for you today, here's a free dozen donuts. So, you know, hey.
0: You should have called me. I, don't come got <laughs> I, know. I love Dunkin' Donuts. Well,
1: I was a little pinned down by the <laughs> yeah, media at that point. You know, it's like okay, but it's just
0: across the street. I from know,
1: here. I know, I know. I'll, I'll make it up to you. I'll have to go buy you a dozen donuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, we want to remind everybody that uh, to head on out there. Remember, you
0: got to go behind Taco Bell to get. Turn in
1: at the Taco Bell. You go around the back of Taco Bell, get in the queue up in the drive-through. It's pretty easy to get through there.
0: And you come out on 528.
1: You do. That's what makes that location really great for Dunkin' Donuts there. Head on to work because most of the people that go through there are heading southbound in the morning, so they're on the southbound side of the road. So people make a quick ride in, make a loop through, and then they're a right, right back out onto five twenty-eight. Just as they say, boom, boom, boom. I got your coffee, got your donut, and you're back on the road again. So that was really a great location. And they're doing a great job. And I appreciate the owners. They were talking to me, just really talking about what a business-friendly city, Rio Rancho, has been for them. You know, they had a little extra work to do, as you remember get that up and running.
0: Oh, take the car wash. Yeah, they
1: had to demo the car wash. Exactly. So that was actually a redevelopment. And so they had to tear down the car wash, prepare the lot and build a brand new building. But it is a gorgeous building. They did a great job. The landscaping looks really nice over there and everybody that's over there working is happy and cheerful and they're doing a great job. But we're excited that Dunkin' Donuts is there and we're hoping that this one is so successful that We'll get them to maybe put another one up in Northern Rio Rancho or somewhere else. So yeah. we'll see. But we've got a few more projects coming forward. As you've seen, Derek, there is a lot going on in Rio Rancho. Now, a lot of people have asked me this question, so I'll kind of throw it out there because this was in the Governing Body meeting this past week, is one of the things that we approved was a beer and wine license for a restaurant named Poke. Now, I don't know if you know what Poke is. I've, I've never personally had it because... I believe it's sushi. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And they're almost there. They're coming in the home stretch. But this is the restaurant that's going in the old. 1933 Mm. brewing company building right Right. there on southern Southern. boulevard so we're going to have a new poke restaurant right there so that's that's going to be we don't
0: have one of those no
1: we do not that's a new addition to food and flavor in the city of rio rancho and so we're very excited about that and that'll be coming forward real soon but we got the beer and wine license approved so that should be getting them underway hopefully very soon and we'll be celebrating yet another new business in Rio Rancho and another a, great
0: place to eat. I see a ribbon cutting in your future.
1: Oh, I see lots of ribbon cuttings <laughs> yeah, well, that's in good. my future. That's and you good. know what? I just I remind people. I mean, you and I talked about this years ago, and we haven't really done this in a while. But, you know, we used to talk about the ribbon cutting. The ribbon cutting is not celebrating the end, but it's celebrating the beginning. And it's, it's everything that's behind the ribbon. I know the ribbon cuttings sometimes come across as photo ops or what have you, but they are a great way to welcome these businesses to the community. And when you look behind the ribbon, you see investment, you see jobs, you see enhanced tax base, you see all kinds of things behind the ribbon. And you and I used to talk about that years ago, what was behind the ribbon when you cut that and why is that so important to a community? And that's uh, when when you think about all the things that are going on behind the ribbon, that's why it's so much more important, Derek, that we get out there and support these businesses when they invest in our community, that we get out, we support them, and we we really uh take good care of them right and they're here to take care of us so we need to take care of them but yeah very exciting so that's another thing that's that's a sneak peek and another thing that's coming forward but cat's out of the bag because we approved it at the governing body meeting i think it was in the observer's newspaper this past week as well
0: uh, yeah well you and i both you having had had to make a payroll and me making one now we uh, we know what they're going through well, when they open these businesses i
1: say this it's a whole lot different signing the front of a check than it is signing the back of one yes okay <laughs> And business owners know what it means to sign the front of a check. And that means that they're supporting jobs. They're supporting economic growth and development. They're supporting investment in the community and they're investing themselves in the lives of the employees that work for them. So there's a lot there and uh, it's always important understanding how to run a business and what it takes, understanding how to cultivate good employees and a successful business. It's not for the faint of heart, and you and I have had that rare experience, uh, but uh, it's been one that I think is, when you get the opportunity, it is really a resume builder when you've successfully run your own business.
0: Tell our listeners what is coming up for them in Rio Rancho in August. We've got a lot on the activity plate. So August
1: 22nd, from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m., it is back It is going to be big. It is huge. And the pool is open. And the pool is open. It is Sunday is Fun Day. And we missed it last year, which would have been the 15th annual. So this year is going to be the 15th annual. And so we are really excited to get Sunday is Fun Day back online. So Sunday is Fun Day, the theme is bringing our community together for its 40th anniversary. Once again, this is one of those birthday celebration events for the city of Rio Rancho. It's Sunday, August 22nd. Once again, I'll say 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. at haynes Park. This is a family fun that's including entertainment, dancing, fun jumps, inexpensive food items, games and activities, a mechanical bull and the mayor's competition kickball. And I have it under good authority that my team might have some celebrity gladiators on my team this year from the gladiators indoor football team. So I may have some gladiators on my team this year.
0: Ringers, huh? <laughs> well,
1: it seems to me everybody else is bringing the ringers because, yeah. doggone it, I can't win my own trophy. That's, right. <laughs> That's okay. No, we're going to have fun out there. And, uh, You know, I've had the police department, I've had the fire department, and um, yeah, so I don't know. We might need some ringers this year. But uh, anyway, if you want to get a team on there, I want to tell everybody to please go out to www.rioranchofunday.com. That's where you can register, and if you want to put together a kickball team, there is a fee there, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We did this the last time we did this, where I think we're going to have the kids... From Special Olympics, we're going to stop the competition in the middle, let them play their own game, and then we'll start the competition again. So we're trying to make it as inclusive as possible. There's going to be a raffle, and that raffle is going to be held inside the air-conditioned Haynes Community Center. And then admission. Admission. First off, there's free parking and handicap parking at the designated lots nearby with free shuttle rides.
0: But not Intel.
1: But not Intel. Do not park at Intel this time intel is ramping up their new expansion so we couldn't use their parking lot so we've got designated parking lots in the area so when you drive in the area we'll have people directing traffic out there and then we're going to be running shuttle buses all through the area so when we see somebody walking toward the park pick them up we're right? going to pick them up and drive them on in but i need you to remember something derek if you're an adult if you're over 12 years old. Well,
0: that's kind of questionable, but okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Some people
0: say I am, some people say I'm not. That's right.
1: That's right. You got to have a dollar to get in. It's a whole dollar. dollar, Okay. You got to have a dollar. So 12 and under are free, 12 and older are a dollar. And the reason we charge a dollar is this is a fundraiser. Okay. And we're just trying to raise money for Kiwanis Foundation and Kiwanis Foundation supports a lot of different organizations in the community including like boy scouts and other great events and other organizations throughout the community so we want to make sure that if we get a few thousand people in there they get to make a few thousand bucks to give away to other nonprofits in the community so exciting stuff that's sunday as funding happening august 22nd 12 p.m to 4 p.m at haynes park
0: all right, all right. now the mayor's gala what's that all well
1: about? the mayor's gala so this is so sunday's funday is august 22nd and uh, the Mayor's Gala is August 28th, and if you want to be involved in this, you need to visit the Rio Rancho Regional Chamber's website at org. That's three R's, two C's, dot org. or you can give them a call at 505-999-1835- this is a ticketed event. This is the annual Mayor's Gala. This year, it is an 80s theme, so you can wear something from the 80s, or you can wear black tie. Your option, your choice. It's going to be cool because they're going to have a couple of cars out there that are from the 80s, and then they're going to have some video games and some yeah, pinball Pac-Man machines fever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from the 80s out there, and we'll have those up and running. Now, this one is going to be at Campus Park. Which is out at City Center. And this will be the first time, Derek, in the history of the Mayor's Gala, it will be outdoors. And it'll be at the new amphitheater and park at City Center. And that's at 3200 Civic Center Circle, downtown next to City Hall. If you don't know where City Hall is, you go north on Unser all the way to King you make a right on King, and you drive in, and King dead ends at City Hall. So it's right there. You can't miss it. and so, It's where uh, the event center is. Right, it's where the event center is, exactly. So this is August 28th, and once again, it is a ticketed event, and there's going to be a lot of fun, food, and entertainment out there. And so we want everybody to come out. And once again, the Rio Rancho Community Foundation, they raise money to support nonprofits in the community as well. So these various different nonprofits, I think some of the beneficiaries in the past have been like St. Felix Pantry, Storehouse West, Haven House, Loving Thunder, Therapeutic Horses. You've got a lot of different nonprofits that do a lot of different great things in the community. And the Rio Rancho Community Foundation is that event that really raises the money to help these other nonprofits in the community. They are providing great service, they're providing great help. And the one thing we need to remember as we emerge out of the pandemic, The nonprofits got hit hard because obviously if businesses were shut down, they weren't giving money to the nonprofits, right? And the nonprofits weren't really able to operate in the same manner or form that they were. And they weren't able to do their fundraisers. They weren't able to have events. So that being said, they're going to need our help.
0: You've just told a whole lot of people about it.
1: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I'm going to go over those once again. If you want to get involved in Sunday is Funday, the website is www.rioranchofunday.com. rioranchofunday.com. You can go online there and uh, register, or you can contact David Heil at 505-228-7189. That number again, 505-228-7189. And then for the mayor's Gala, which is put on by the Rio Rancho Community Foundation, that's August 28th. You can sponsor a table, you can buy a table, you can buy tickets, it, because it is a ticketed event, and you need to call at the chamber at 505-999-1835, 505-999-1835, or visit rrrcc.org,
0: that's rrcc.org because you were gone you missed the upscale burger after hours event i know i know yes those are some really good burgers i would never had one of those
1: yeah the upscale burgers that's the new burger joint that's down there where uh where johnny rockets used to be right
0: and they're part of the group that opened up here in rio rancho right
1: so that's an extension or an expansion of lily and liam's here in rio rancho and lily and liam's does an amazing job their food is great if you've never eaten there you need to go out and give them a try and they're right there across the street from Intel behind where um, Pinyon Coffee is. Mm-hmm. So you have to turn in at the Village Inn and go around the back and come in from the backside there. But uh, if you haven't tried Lily and Liam's Bistro, you need to go give it a shot. And I can't wait to get down there and try one of their gourmet burgers. As a matter of fact, uh, I might try that this week as a matter of fact.
0: And then uh, I wanted to ask you uh, because I you know I drive around a lot I have to go to Grants back and forth and so I go, I used to go down on Sir and I followed your instructions and took golf course and I was coming back late at night, so I thought, all right, I'll take Unser. And it was open, and it looks like it's almost done. It is almost done. And we are way ahead of schedule
1: on that project, which is great. because, uh, And I appreciate everybody's patience on that. You know, Derek, we're fixing streets all over the city. As a matter of fact, I have a podcast. Dude, this radio show goes into my podcast, so right. Greg Hull... Mayor, you can go out and search for Mayor Greg Hull Podcast, and you'll find the podcast where you will find all of these radio shows. But we did a segment not too long ago on all the roads that we've done throughout Rio Rancho. And I
0: re-ran it while you were gone.
1: Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So everybody heard the roads issue once again. So that's a great podcast that really tells you all the things that we're doing with the roads. But the reality is, is that Unser uh, is getting wrapped up and at this point it looks like pretty soon i'll be able to report that once again and this is so important to people that once again we're bringing in another project on time and under budget now i don't have the exact numbers and the amount of days ahead of schedule this is but i do want to give a shout out to albuquerque asphalt they've been doing this work and they've been keeping the road moving. And I'm very excited about it. And at this point, what they're doing is the final touch-ups. Like, there's some ADA stuff that has to be finished Mm -hmm. up. Most of the paving, as a matter of fact, the last time I drove through there, all of the paving is done. And when we left on the trip, before the trip, they had not dug up and redone the intersection of Wellspring and Uncer. They had not ripped that intersection up yet. And amazingly enough, I was gone 10 days and we came back. And as I drove into town, I was like, wow, they got this intersection done. So they moved along really quick for uh, all the things that I'm hearing is the businesses are real happy with the way that the project's been getting done. We've reduced the disruption to a bare minimum to the businesses. So I think the businesses were real good. And, And look, during the pandemic, we took advantage of the time and we really plowed forward on getting these road projects done. So... Coming up here in September, October. Derek, uh, it's that time of year again where I'll be doing the state of the city and we'll be highlighting all of this information from the state of the city as well. So that's coming up real soon, and we'll be talking about all the great things that are going on.
0: So this is going on, it looks like starts tomorrow on 528. I know the state does that, but can you give us an idea yeah, what's going to so happen? Yeah,
1: so this is the widening project that we've all been waiting for for years. Right. We thought it was going to start years ago, and it's been delayed and been delayed and been delayed and been delayed, and, and I can't really get into... All the details on the delays, but it's been one thing after another. This is a state project through state DOT, and it is the continuation of the widening of 528 from Ridgecrest. That's where Wendy's is, the restaurant, Mm -hmm. all the way out to, well, essentially northern. And actually, it goes a little bit past northern as it bottlenecks back into the lanes that it's in now it actually is a reconstruction all the way to alberta which is the road the next road beyond northern so this is the continuation everybody just needs to pay attention because there will be lane closures you can go to dot's website and you should be able to get information i'm going to try to get my city team to put all the road closure information on the city's website we're going to try to communicate this out as best we can But it is here, it is now, and it is happening. So this is just another road project that we're getting done in the city of Rio Rancho. Now, this is is a DOT project, but it's been a long time coming. And it doesn't come without obviously working with the city to get some of these things facilitated. Now, Derek, one of the roads that most, uh, just another road in the list of roads that have gotten done is that about a year and a half ago, we got uh, Industrial Park Loop repaved. Now that was in preparation for this project because once 528 is repaved a lot of the drainage is going to be pushed onto Industrial Park Loop and that'll be drained down through the Arroyo, okay? But as part of the 528 project, all of the Industrial Park frontage road will be rebuilt as well. And then the 528 Industrial Park frontage road that will be reconfigured so your entrances and exits to that will change a little bit in some places. As that's reconfigured, some of the things you're going to see happening right away, some of the buildings that DOT bought a few years back will now get torn down. So on the north side of the project, you'll see the old Just Sprinklers building get demoed. That'll get torn down. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then on the south end, where Casa de Fierro was, that building will get torn down to help facilitate the entrances and exits. So it
0: won't be a hard turn like it is now correct. to get onto it? Correct, It'll be more of a... So it'll be more mulch. of a loop in, yeah. more
1: of a loop in, exactly. Yeah. So
0: it's an interesting configuration. So there will still be a space between 528 and the frontage road. Correct, yeah. correct.
1: There still will be that now um they have
0: to move the wires back to the power lines?
1: yes everything's got to be moved and as a matter of fact a couple years ago in preparation for this we redid all the water lines along there Mm. okay we wanted to make sure those water lines were done fixed and if you look between 528 and the frontage road you see at one point in time those were all brand new fire hydrants because that was a whole brand new water line that had to be replaced So we got that water line done, and we've done all of our work in preparation for what DOT is going to do. Now it's time for DOT to come in, and we just want everybody to pay attention to the sign boards and add a little extra time to your commute time because this is going to create a little little bit of challenge because there will be lane closures. There will be... Barricades yeah. At there will five be, o'clock
0: in the afternoon, that's gonna be a mess. Yeah, it is gonna
1: be a little bit of a mess. There is no doubt about that as this project comes forward. And we were hoping the project on five fifty would be further along than what it is, because really you can't exit to the north without going out of state highway. You can't exit out the south without going out of state highway. So this is gonna create a little bit of congestion on both ends of the town for the people that live between northern well, let's just say for the people that live from Ridgecrest all the way north to 550, yeah. depending on how you want to leave the neighborhood that you're in, you might find an alternate route that maybe pushes you more to the west, and then you drop down to Southern Boulevard. Like, find your way over to Broadmoor and take Broadmoor down to Southern and, and go out through that direction. And just look for alternate routes that'll help you kind of alleviate some of the traffic stress. But, yeah, this it's going to get a little bit congested, but... I think DOT will do a pretty good job of moving traffic through there, though.
0: But as far as you know, it's never going to be actually closed in either direction. No. And
1: if they do close it, they'll probably pinch it down like they did the last time. They moved both sides of traffic to one side. They did the work. And then when that work was done, they moved the traffic over and did the other side. Yeah, so, but you
0: will still, you may go southbound on the northbound side, but you'll still be able to go southbound. Correct. And vice versa.
1: And when, it's all, and when it's all said and done, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. As I said, there will be closures at different times, and there'll be rerouting and barricades, and you just need to pay attention to how those are going up and what they're doing with those. Then there will be night work where they can do night work as well.
0: Less traffic involved. There. Right. Yeah. So So when
1: you're down in the industrial park area, that's really a good place to do some of the night work because it's not really, really, really close to a residential neighborhood, right? right? You're
0: not going to wake people up.
1: Right, exactly. So you can get away with doing some of the night work. The hill from Ridgecrest down to Sunt, there's no house is really around that area right. right so you can do a lot of work at night there as well i think they're going to move the project along but i want to remind everybody this is a dot project not a city of rio rancho project so we're not the managing agency i know we'll get a lot of phone calls at city hall but the phone numbers to contact the contractors for this project will be on the signboards just like when we do a project the orange signboards has the contractor's phone number right there Mm -hmm. so if you're having issues you want to try to reach out to the contractor and have them try to work through some of the issues but we'll be working closely with dot to try to make this as uh, once again least imposing as possible but this is a project that's been a long time coming and uh, it's coming to fruition now and we're just gung-ho on getting our roads fixed
0: i'll be glad When it's done, not just because of the traffic situation, but right now, when you come down the hill, that right lane, everybody has to move over and people like to race you down (coughs) to get in front of you. (laughs) So
1: that bottleneck or that, what I call a disappearing lane, that'll go away. So you'll have a consistent number of lanes all the way down the hill, all the way in front of the industrial park and all the way to Northern. And then when you get past Northern, it'll bottleneck back down at Alberta. Okay. So that's where the project ends is at Alberta. Okay. And so, so a lot of stuff going on in the city of Rio Rancho, but you know, this just reflects good investment in the community. It reflects good progress in the community. And look, the more desirable our roads are, the more desirable we are as a city. And we've worked hard to uh, get some of this stuff done. So I know it's going to be painful, but I also know it's absolutely necessary And I remind people there is no good time to do road work, but it has to be done. So it's time to pull the Band-Aid off of this one and just get it done.
0: We're talking with Mayor Hall of Rio Rancho like we do every Sunday morning at 8. And, Mayor, we appreciate you coming in.
1: Derek, I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody tuning in to hear what's going on in Rio Rancho. And as always, it's a pleasure to do this. And with that, I will wish everybody a very happy Sunday. Go out there, have a great day, and God bless.